for the love of the game. That's why you play for the love of the game. We're going to hear a story as we continue our coverage with the Idaho Horsemen from their offensive lineman, Shea Roberts, who's coming from the East Coast over here on how he continued to play for the love of the game. You do not want to miss this episode of the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's going on, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru podcast. Massive, massive thank you to all the followers who have followed me on social media, who have followed the podcast, who have listened, subscribed. Um, if you haven't done so already, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts right now, like you got an iPhone or just any Apple device, please leave me a review. So hit the subscribe button and scroll down and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the growth of the show so that we can get more exposure to the guests on the show. And it also helps the credibility. You guys know how that goes. If you guys are like on Amazon or you're just trying to buy something online, what's one of the first things you guys do? You go and look at the reviews. So I'm going to ask you guys, please leave me a review um, on the podcast. Let me know what you think of it. Uh, maybe you're listening to this for the first time and you're like, hey, I like that interview. It was really cool. Leave us some feedback by doing it in in the, the format of a review. Uh, it'd be super, super helpful. Massive shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, 208 Printing. Go to madeby208.com. Make sure you guys go check them out. Um, if you guys have any branding or you know personal needs done for for, for clothing and merchandise, stuff like that. So go go check out madeby208.com. Guys, you know I'm, I'm partnering with the Horsemen. You guys have heard a couple of interviews on the podcast with some players. Today, we got another one coming, um, which is going to be super, super exciting. I'm, I'm stoked to have this individual on. He reached out to me about two months ago now, and we've been kind of trying to figure out a time that would work for us. And now we get to bring him on. His name is Shay Roberts, and he's going to be playing on the line the, in, in the trenches for the Horsemen. And we're going to get to know Shay a little bit better. So, Shay, thanks so much for joining the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So, Shay, tell us where you're residing right now, because I want to tell like those listeners here in the Treasure Valley of Idaho. I want to let you know, let them know where you're coming from. Where you at? I am from Orange, New Jersey. So, all the way on the East Coast, opposite side. Travel to get there. I'm looking forward to it, though. Oh man, yeah. So you're literally on the other side of the country. Yeah. So. Our, our guy Giovanni Sanders, who have been on the show as well, he's also from the East Coast, and so it's kind of funny to to see like we're we're getting people from all over the country here yeah. with the Horsemen. So Shay, we're gonna dive back uh, in time a little bit before now, right? So it, we want to dive back in time. You, you <clears throat> told me that you've been playing ball since you were like six years old. So talk about that. When you started playing ball, um, was that your only sport that you've you've competed in, or have you you know been one of those guys who played in multiple sports? Um, my first sport was at four years old. I played baseball, well, t-ball. Then, um, at five, I started playing basketball, and football was the last sport I started. Um, we didn't have flag; we just got right into contact. So I was young, playing with the seven and eight-year-olds, six big kid. But that's where it started. Wow. Okay. So where you were from, they didn't they didn't even let you go. With, they just threw you to the fire, right? You didn't have flag football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super cool okay so talk to me talk to us about that i want to hear more um as someone who played multiple sports when i was growing up too at the the younger ages the de developmental stages of my life um i enjoyed it i mean i think mm -hmm. it was fun but um I, i'm curious your thoughts like when did you realize that football was going to be like your your main 
sport? Um, literally, when I got to college, um, I played baseball, football, and basketball all my life. High school, I played three years of football and three years of basketball. Um, baseball, I played all four years. I used to think that was my number one sport. I love baseball. I still do. Um, I help coach it from time to time around the city. Um, but my sophomore year of high school, I, I quit football, and I thought, like, it was over for it. But then junior year came back around. I got back into it. Senior year, I played for college. I went off, played football and baseball, but I actually quit baseball before it started to um, work a job. Um, but I, football was always there. Like the love was always there. Um, me, I'm a big kid. So everybody wanted me to play. When I quit, everybody was like, yo, you can't do that. Find a new team, something like that. You got to keep playing. So I just like, I was coaching at that time in 10th grade. So I was still around it, enjoying the time, like enjoying the game. And then I got back to it and I haven't stopped since. Man, that's kind of a crazy journey too. Uh, hearing it from you, that's what I wanted to kind of touch base on. I mean, you were you had mentioned to me that you were indeed like a baseball fanatic. That was like kind of your your main drive and passion. And here you are playing professional football. So people are probably going to want to know like how that that kind of turned down. That's you kind of gave us a little bit of, of of a background right there. I am curious though. I mean, you are a bigger framed individual. I mean, you play the line six foot four in the two eighties is what you were listed at. Um, I mean. For a baseball player, what position did you play, and what skill sets would you say Shay translated from, you know, the baseball diamond or whatever you want to call it, right? The baseball field over to the football field of the gridiron. Um, once upon a time, I played every position except for center field. Um, oh, wow. High school, I played first, third, catcher, and pitcher majority. Um, sometimes I had to play second base. Sometimes I had to play shortstop. It was times where I was like the main factor on the team or like one of the leaders on the team and experience. So I had to expand my game and help the team out. So, but my, like my main position growing up was catcher. Then I transitioned to first base, but my assets, I was a power hitter. Um, I was smart. So like base running, I had stolen bases, even though I'm a big kid, I had stolen bases just from being able to read a pitcher. Like I pitch, so I know what to read going against a pitcher. I mean, so it was just like, Things like my IQ that brought me um, extra like abilities to the game. <clears throat> That's super interesting for all the young athletes listening. Pay attention to that. Like the, there are a lot of skill sets you can transfer from one sport to the other. It's not necessarily all the the physical skill sets like agility mm -hmm. wise and whatnot. But sometimes, like Shay just said, it, it could be the IQ, just understanding certain things. You use your brain um, in, in every sport, for that matter. Or you should be using it, I should say. Um, and you can, <laughs> you can translate that like specifically from, from baseball over to football. Now, how would you say playing offensive line, Shay, or just playing on the line in general, like how, how, what, what IQ do you need to have outside of just being, cause a lot of people will just sit there and look and be like, oh, well, all they got to do is be big and, and, you know, be somewhat physical. What would you say now being in the trenches and understanding it from that level, what, what kind of IQ do you need to have, uh, to, to play on the line? You got to be patient. Like, as an old lineman, you can't rush everything. So, like, while being patient, everything happens so fast that you have to have a good reaction time at the same time. It's like everything, like, happens in a flash, like, blink of an eye. But even in arena, it's even faster. Like, so you got to sit here be patient to see what your guy is going to do. But you have to react at the same time. So it's like you're re reacting all at once, like. 
Guys, allow me to take a second and tell you about Sports Epreneur. Now, as an entrepreneur myself and a massive sports fan, this is the perfect platform for someone like myself and a lot of you guys out there. It's a content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Collaboration and content marketing for the entrepreneur with a sports passion, just like me and you. I connected with their founder a couple of years back, and I'll tell you guys, we have a massive connection through sports and entrepreneurship, and he's just an amazing guy, and their team is absolutely incredible. The team at Sports E creates content for you and with you. Their content, which lives at sportse.io, includes stories like the missteps of the NCAA, an in-depth article on esports, and how to bring people together, which is also one of my favorite things because I always tell you guys, sports bring people together. Now, Sports E also... Uh, features amazing guests on their podcast, including Thad Mata, AJ Vaynerchuk, and Colin Jones. So be sure to subscribe to their podcast on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And here's the thing. The team at Sports E thinks that every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform, and they want to help make that happen. So if you're an entrepreneur that's looking to start a podcast or build a website, write blog posts, or design social media posts, then you have to reach out to the team at Sports E. They make content creation accessible. Sports Epreneur the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Learn more at sportse.io or connect with the founder on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz. That's E-R-I-C underscore K-A-Z. That is crazy. So talking about the arena game too, I mean, you're here in, in Idaho uh, or coming here to Idaho to play for the Horsemen. They have a, a championship under their belt. Um, they're a fun team to watch. I've been to a couple of their games in their first season. I'm looking forward to covering pretty much all of them this year and um, helping out with all that. It is a fast-paced game, but you're not Ooh. foreign to the arena game. Talk to us about your arena experience so far that you've had after college. Because we'll, we'll go back to your college career as well and kind of learn some things mm -hmm. from you. But I want to know, you know, talk to us about what experience you have in the arena game already. Um, I have very little experience in the arena game. My first arena game was, um, I believe, November 6th of 2020. Um, I played for the Jersey Bearcats. Uh, um. It's like a semi-pro arena team around the way, and we won a championship. I played one and a half games before I sent my tape over to um, Coach Reynolds and actually got signed to the Horsemen. So I have very little experience, but it's all football. It's all, like, it's, it's athletics. It's all the same thing to me. It's like, it's all the same. <laughs> Totally. So that, that's, that's, that's the, the cool thing about it is, you know, you don't have a ton of experience, but it is football. I mean, it translates mm -hmm. over. That's what the majority of these guys, I mean, they, they've grown up playing the regular game of football and it translates mm -hmm. over, but the speed of the game is a tad faster. And regardless yeah. of what position you're at, like we've heard from the quarterbacks that are on the team, all three of them, and they've all said the same thing. The speed of the game is so much faster. You got to read, yeah. you got to react. You just mentioned the same thing, read and react on the, on the line as well, yeah. because you don't have a lot of time. Your quarterback doesn't have a lot of time out there. You've got to go um is from your one game one and a half games what are the differences that you've noticed from playing line on like an 11 man game compared to uh, in the arena game i mean i like it a little more because it's one-on-one -on -one. it's like yeah you don't got nowhere to run it's like i get to beat you up all day and get paid for it so it's like the line you one-on-one -on -one, it's not much room he could take like he gotta go through me or he gotta i gotta go through him so it's it's, it's better for me. I like it. I totally, I dig that. It's, it's mono mono, man. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no running and hiding. You've got to go. Um, <laughs> I love it. That's the, that's the fun thing. So for all the, the listeners out there who are interested in coming and watching the horsemen, I would encourage you to do so um, here at the Ford Idaho center in Nampa, Idaho. You know, it's, it's a 10 minute drive from Boise. 
it's it's within the Treasure Valley. It's right here from everybody, like within 10 to 20 minutes from everybody. So please come and, and check a game out. I mean, the, the game is fun. Um, it's it's action packed. It's fast. Um, and and the horsemen are entertaining. They they won a championship, and it's and some would be like, oh, okay, well, what league is that? It get, listen, it's hard to win a championship in any kind of football. It's competition, and that's the that's the name of the game, and that's <clears throat> that's why it's it's so exciting to watch. All right, Shay. So we're gonna go back in time a little bit more too. I want to hear about your college experience. So playing multiple sports, going through high school and and, and college. Mm -hmm. Now, like you're getting into the your, your college level, and you you told us that you decided it was at college that you decided you're gonna go to football. Okay, I want to talk about this. You you. You mentioned Wilkes University. So let's go, you know, the offers you were getting out of high school. Talk to us about that so that the young athletes can kind of hear about what your journey was like. So I didn't really, I didn't get no offers for football. Um, I had a lot of interests. I had some D1 interests. I had um, D2 interests and I had a lot of D3. But like my main focus, like I said, was baseball. So I was doing a little more preparation for baseball. Um, I was going to different workouts with different people. I was like, I thought about taking a Juco route for baseball, but I decided to go and settle for D3 to at Wilkes to play football and baseball. So when I did that and um, I graduated in 2016, I went to Wilkes, I played football. Um, I wasn't really focused. My grades started to slip. So me and my O-line coach at Wilkes decided to come to agreement to like, not part ways, but sit for the remainder of the season to focus on my athletics. I mean, my academics, sorry. Um, so I finished off that first semester, second semester, I came back, I was, um, working out with the baseball team and stuff, but as soon as they went off for spring training, I had a job, um, to get back to me and I was in need of the money. It was an expensive school. So I decided to part ways with the baseball team and focus on the job. So I did that, finished my first year at Wilkes, worked there, came back home and I decided to take a break. So you're. You're coming home, and this is what I this is, and I appreciate your you know transparency with the conversation as well. A lot of athletes out there, um, this is this is the real deal. Like when you get into college, it's it's a it's it's tough, and you're going to a, a school that allows you to play both sports for that matter. Like mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things. So just so everybody understands, there are levels to collegiate athletics. Certain divisions will allow you. They're smaller schools, albeit not not cheap schools, but they're smaller mm -hmm. schools and they can allow you to play. There's different regulations there. You can play multiple sports, but when you go to school, you are a student athlete. Um, and that's what everybody says. Student comes first. And so grades are important to be academically eligible to play. Uh, it's super important to keep your grades up. And it is hard for anybody who doesn't understand that. I, I want to tell all the young athletes that right now, like you're going into college. Cool. Like if you're a stud athlete and you're going to get your school paid for fantastic, but you've got to keep your grades up. Like that's the deal. Like you might get your school paid for, you might not. But when you get into college athletics, it's like a job in and of itself. You're you're going to practices every day. You got study hall. You got all this stuff. Like you don't get to rest like a normal student might mm -hmm. get to do, right? A normal student might go to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, you know, maybe work at Starbucks or something on Tuesday, Thursday, and just chill the rest of the day. Like college is a little different than high school. Sometimes it's every day, and sometimes it's not. But when you're a student athlete uh, and you're training. You're literally like going, it's, it's nonstop quite frequently. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty hard and it can take a toll on you as far as your grades. So you've got to be very, very, um, I guess focused, focused and very intentional, um, about what you're going for. And it, otherwise you might find yourself in a situation where like, Oh shoot, like this, this isn't what it, uh, now, now you're digging yourself out of a hole essentially. Yeah. So Shay, you're telling us the story here you're, and you go back and, and you're working. And I love that you, you didn't stop working. 
you know, and I want to touch base on that. Like, yeah, you, you, you went home, you started to work like to get some money. Um, you were doing things a non-traditional route, right? Which is not a bad thing. It's just mm -hmm. a non-traditional route. It's not like the, the traditional way of doing things. You're going there. Talk to us about that though. Why did you keep working? Not only, you know, quite literally getting money, but also working on your game. Why did you continue to work even though you weren't necessarily in school playing at that time? Just like for the love of the game, like, I got that tattooed on me for the love of the game. It's um, like, it's just love. I couldn't step away. I couldn't, like, I went home. I'm like, oh, I want to try to transfer. I didn't want to, like, take a break. I wanted to transfer, but I wasn't eligible at Wilkes, so I wouldn't be eligible nowhere else. So I had to, like, step back and take a break. So I took a break, um, and I had a call from the New Jersey Pitbulls, which is a semi-pro team. Um, they like, yeah, come play with us. They called me Thursday. The first game was on Saturday. They called me Thursday. They're like, yeah, do you have a helmet? I'm like, I got a red helmet. They like spray painted. I spray painted it. I was there Saturday. Um, that was my first year semi-pro. Won a championship with them. I didn't think of, I didn't think nothing of semi-pro. Like I grew up as a kid. My cousin played semi-pro and it was never like nothing. It was just like to play. But me, I won that championship and it really like, I just thought like for the love of the game. So it just made me go even harder. Like, wow, a lot of people don't win championships. I won in my first year. So I played I played three years of semi-pro. I won two championships. And it's like now I get it, I get the chance to play at the pro level and win some more. So it's just motivating. I love it. For the love of the game. Yeah. For the love of the game. And 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 I think yeah, it's awesome you said that, Shay, because a lot of athletes gotta kinda have that moment. I think it happens to a lot of people, whether they're at the college level, um, even at the high school level sometimes, but at, at the college level and then even at the professional level when they're trying to figure out what they're doing or when their playing career technically is over, they've got to figure, they have these moments of like, okay, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. um, and it happens a lot. Like you might not get the playing time you want on the basketball court or the football field, or you might have a, a relationship issue with a coach or whatever's going on. Why am I doing this? Why, why am I even here? You're in a tournament that you're paying for. You're not getting playing mm -hmm. time. Why am I even here for the love of the game? And if yeah. you continue to work, big things can come about. Exactly, man. I love hearing your story, man. So you, you were playing the semi-pro game and then talk to us about what happened in the spring of 2019 when you transferred, uh, when you were, I mean, you finished up, you said you went over and, and did some stuff at your community college yeah. to make yourself eligible. Is that if, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken? And then you were able to transfer and talk to us about that. Yeah. So as I was playing semi-pro for the pit bulls, um, I was also taking classes at my community college. So it was like kind of like a JUCO year for me, but it's not like it wasn't under the NCAA. So I still have my eligibility. So um, I did that. I got my grades up, got my GPA up, transferred to William Patterson um, in New Jersey. Um, spring 2019, I transferred there, played spring ball with them. Fall 2019, um, my, was my first season with them, first and only due to COVID. So, um, they went 0-10 two years in a row before I got there. Um, so I came trying to help change the tradition and stuff like that. Um, my year, 2019, we went 2-8. Um, basically, we, we helped, we started something new. Got two wins in three years. Um, and then COVID came about as I was going into my junior year, which was 2020. So um, COVID came. Um, I went back to semi-pro and played for the East Penn Raiders in Pennsylvania. Um, we went to the championship this past fall, but we lost. And then right after that, I was with the Bearcats playing winter in the arena league. 
Man, okay. Like so, as you're talking about all that, that that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. It's a lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and you never stopped though. I mean, you were finding these opportunities, uh, playing semi-pro, doing these things to get reps, to get the, the practice. And I want people to hear that. Like those people who like, you know, sit here and look at semi-pro leagues. Like, oh, it's just another beer league. Like, okay, some may be, and and and, yeah. and I'll be real. Like, semi-pro leagues are wish. Like, you, it, you're, it's hit or miss. Sometimes you got mm-hmm. dudes there shouldn't probably be playing, but they love it, and they're going to be on there. And some don't take it seriously, and some do. And you see that on the field. You can see the ones, the teams that actually practice or have, you know, they mm-hmm. take it seriously. You see the ones who kind of are lackadaisical. But what I'm going to say is, those semi-pro leagues, if you approach it the right way with the right mentality, kind of like you did, Shay, you use it for reps for practice, for being able to polish up, you know, the skill sets, you know, that you have, it can be a good thing. Cause then opportunities will present themselves if you put yourself in the right spot. Um, and it, it sounds like, you know, you were talking about COVID kind of had a, a situation like it, it, it impacted you just like it's impacted a lot of other people. Um, but I love the fact that you keep you know, playing in these leagues and then you found opportunities even at the arena level with the Bearcats you were talking about as a semi-pro mm-hmm. arena team. Talk to me about that. There's a lot of leagues out here. Some some people say like the NFL, if it's not the NFL, I don't want to watch it. But I have always been of the, you know, the opposite mindset of like, hey, I think it's actually really cool. I love the CFL. I love the arena mm-hmm. leagues. I love the XFL when it was here. I liked the AAF when it was here for a second until they they collapsed. But I thought they were all awesome opportunities. I've even spoken to people who were in the XFL who loved it. They thought they thought it was yeah. a great organization, but COVID kind of hit that too. I'm curious your thoughts having been here. And, and even now the fan controlled football league is another one. I had Jordan Harold on the show who played in the fan controlled football league. Um I mean, all these opportunities to get reps and to get exposure, I think is phenomenal for athletes. I want your thoughts having been there and being able to take, uh, take you know, control and, and, and take advantage of these opportunities. What's your thoughts? So as a kid, the NFL was the, like was my dream. Like It was like a hit or miss. If you don't make it to the NFL, then I miss. Like, I'm waste, basically. But growing up, it's like it's competition everywhere you go. It's people watching everywhere. So like right now, my main goal is – Canada, that's my main goal. I love to live in Canada. So, like, with my mindset, it's just, like, playing from the Pitbulls to the East Penn Raiders, that was an upgrade. Then transitioning, oh, I got the ability to play arena football. I never did it, but it's football. I get to go hit people. Let's go see what it's about. Boom. Now from that to a pro level of arena football. It's just, like, competition everywhere. It's people watching everywhere. It's it's just there. You just got to keep going and putting in the work and it's going to come. Competition, man. I always tell people this, Shay. I, I, I think people are afraid of it sometimes, this competition. Yeah. But if you look at it from that perspective, it is. It's it's competition and, and competition helps you grow. What would be your biggest, uh, what would you say about competition? Like what, what has competition taught you as far as a life skill? You know, what has competition taught you in your life? If you don't compete, then you really not going to be prepared for like adversity. Competition is like, it's going to make you better, regardless, even if it's bringing you down. If you lose into somebody who played for the Ravens, that's competition. You ain't never played against somebody that played for the Ravens. Now you're doing it. That shows you what you need to do to become a player for the Ravens. 100%. I think it's so cool when you play, and this is one thing I try to get through to the to the young athletes too. You might play a team if you're a travel team, right? And you go and play some competition and you get ran out the house by 40 mm-hmm. if you're on a basketball team. But it's competition. And and I try, and it's hard to think of it at the moment, right? When you're yeah. in the heat of competition, it's hard to think positively at the moment, kind of try to see the learning 
tools. Mm -hmm. But if you can look at it like, okay, we're not there yet, but we see how far we need to go. And now we can put a plan in place to like get there. Mm -hmm. So yep. even when you're losing, like you just said, I think that was, it was beautiful because the competition can teach you so many things. And even when you're, you know, beating the, the, the crap out of somebody and you're like just destroying them in the heat mm -hmm. of competition, there's learning tools there. Like, how do you get better? What have you been doing? That's helping you have that advantage. All these little things. What can I continue to work on? That's those strengths that are helping me beat this team or beat this individual. Um, and you can continue to polish up those skill sets. I think that's genius. And that's the same in life. I mean, it's going to be yeah, like you just said, sure. adversity Adversity is part of life guys. Like that's just the reality of it. You know, sports are such a small part of life, but they can, there's so many parallels between the two. When you, when you lose a job or you get a performance review at a job and it's not what you thought and you didn't get the raise that you wanted or the promotion that you wanted. Okay. Get the feedback you need. And then how go do you prepare to, to, to go harder? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you do it? That's what sports teach you. And I love that you just said that, Shay. Just the whole set of competition, is, it's so important. Hey, I, I want to know before we get into the horseman talk real quick, the uh, the school situation. So right now you're going to be playing for the horseman, but you're still currently in school. So talk to us about that because that's also an important piece of your life. We want to know. Yeah, so like um, my decision, it was just like to part ways with like the college athletics. So um, I wanted to continue to play football. I wanted to grow. Like, I'm 23 years old, so I didn't want to be like, I have two years of college football left, but I like, I opted out of it because I don't want to be 25 playing against 17, 18 year olds. Like, I feel like me, I work so hard. I'm way better than that. So like the opportunity came, so I grabbed it, but I'm still enrolled in school. I was just trying to register for class for the fall currently. Um, and I graduate in 2022. So, awesome. So technically, you're, you're kind of like a student athlete in the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're still going yeah. to school, finishing up, and you're playing sports at the same time. Um, and and I respect that decision. Again, a non-traditional route, um, going. You know, and and I I also like the mindset of going the professional route because you didn't want to be like a 23, 24, 25 year old going up against 17, 18 year olds as coming mm -hmm. in, coming freshman. You know, there's probably some things that you could learn from that in, in a good way too. But reality is you have bigger goals right now and the, and the way that you you feel will help you grow is to be facing adults and guys that yeah. are polished up with their game and have a little bit more experience and i think that's that's super true so coming to idaho you told me before the interview that you haven't actually been here before so <laughs> coming from new jersey <laughs> tell me tell me what you've heard about idaho i want to hear um i heard it's beautiful there like boise is a great place i heard i hear it from people here like about boise Nampa never really heard too much, but like the players that I talked to, coach, um, they tell me like it's a very nice place. It's a good big football town. Like everyone loves football. So if everyone loves football, that means everyone's gonna love me because I love football. That's all I'm about. I love football. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, we 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 got a lot of football spirit here, uh, because of Boise State being, you know, deeply rooted here in the in the valley so a lot of people love it um and we're hoping that we can transfer that love from boise state more so into the horsemen as well since you know we've got another you know football team and so that's what we're trying to do here with these interviews as well is try to get the exposure out there so people will get into the stadium because it's fun we we have a lot to offer here in idaho that's probably why we don't want to tell everybody that because so many people keep moving here um <laughs> but i mean we've literally got like the whole west coast now coming into boise which Whatever it is, what it is, but uh, it is it is pretty cool, and we're excited to have you here. Um, you come here, and, and by the time this recording launches, you'll already have been here for training camp. Like that's when it starts. But what are you looking forward to in training camp? And by the time somebody hears this, it's going to be funny because you're going to be in the midst of it all. But 
coming into training camp, um, what are you expecting and, and uh, what can you bring? Um, I can't wait to get there. Like, I just want to see like what it's all about. I want to see the area. I want to see like the team. I can't wait to meet the team. Like I speak to so many of them on Instagram all the time. It's just like they welcome me in with like open arms. It's like I'm, like, I'm excited to get there. But as far as football was, I want to see what my skill set is. Like I got three weeks until week one to show them that, like show them who I am. So I can't wait to see what is about and get there and just show out like i can't wait totally man it, it's gonna be fun and, and what you mentioned about the teammates just being around them a little bit more now covering them um and talking to all the guys and just you know being friends with with those guys the the horsemen have a feel to them that's it's a family feel it's a family bond mm-hmm. um that's what i love about it. It, it these guys no one's better than i mean there's competition you know everybody jaws back and forth but that's just part of the, the game uh, but when i was just over at the combine a couple weeks back same thing like you it's all love right everybody yeah. welcomes everybody even if you know you're going head to head with somebody in a one-on-one drill yeah there's competition there you want to get the best of them but it's love everybody is welcoming everyone and even me from a media perspective uh coming in there and just kind of chatting with everybody it's all love everybody's super super chill um you'll, you'll fit right in i think that's super cool and that's a, that's a difference i see with the horsemen than other teams and that is why i'll be completely honest shay I think the horsemen, that's, there's a reason they won a championship one undefeated. They're treated like coach puts them in a position, puts everybody, yourself included, in a, in a position. He runs it as a professional organization, which he should because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a semi-pro team. This is a professional organization. So everything is conducted in that way. Um, and that's why I think there's a head, you know, there's a family bond. There's a lot of unity there. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of competition. Everyone's getting better. Um, what can the fans expect to see from you in a horseman jersey on the field when the season starts here in the next month on the field um i'm a trench mob for real like i love the trenches like i love my helmet it, it looks like somebody just spray painted it every every season it's like i love to hit i love like i got the energy i got the like motivation i got like if we losing come on, i'm gonna crack a joke whole team gonna lift right up that's the type of person i am like i don't like dull moments and like so like i plan on just bringing a lot of energy like i'm funny um and like i love the trenches so that speaks for itself yeah dude i love that love to hear that it's gonna be exciting to see you out there um do you wear a visor i want to hear about this because i've been talking to the other guys and are you of the belief of like look good feel good play good swag like 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 geo said ocho said it swag like that's all it is like I wear a visor. I might have an eye black on under the dark visor. It don't make sense, but it, it might be there. Um, I dress like a I dress like a skill player. Like a lot of people say, like I'm a I'm one of the linemen who get the flyers. Like I love I love to look good on the field, of course. Oh, I dig it, man. That's that's what I love about it. And 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 from a fan's perspective too, and a former athlete myself, you know, I I compete still in a lot of other things, mm-hmm. just not football. But I, as a fan, we like to see that too because yeah. we know. Because when you guys are looking good, feel good, playing good, we feel good too. Because we're like, uh-huh. oh yeah, we can we can sense that, right? And so for the uh-huh. fans out there, Shay's gonna be bringing that swag too, man. Like yeah. he's gonna be in there. But I love how you said I dress like like a skill position, dude. It's not the the visors and stuff. That's not just for the quarterbacks and the receivers and the DBs. No, that's for the linemen, dude. That's for the that's for the guys <laughs> that are in the in the trenches uh-huh. as well. Oh man, I love it, man. I love it. So. <laughs> Shay, what do you think? Um, what's the biggest lesson sports have taught you? Not just competition, but sports in general. I mean, you you've been able to play in, in quite a few of them. Uh, what's the biggest mm. lesson that sports have taught you in your life? 
Um, like like I've been saying all day, like just keep going. Like it's just motivation. Like sports teach you, like no matter what, you gotta keep going. You're gonna get hit with everything, good, bad, stuff you want, stuff you don't want, but you just gotta keep going. Like that's life. It's not only sports, it's life. Guys, I know there's a lot of you out there who listen to my podcast and you've told me. I want to start my own podcast or I need to build a website or write some blogs or design a social media post. You know what? Go over to Sportsypreneur. The team at Sportsy can make that happen for you. Remember, Sportsypreneur is the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. So make sure to go to sportsy.io. They'll take care of you or connect with their founder at Eric underscore Kaz on Twitter. That's E-R-I-C underscore K-A-Z. 100% man. 100%. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to, to seeing you out there. Um, are, have you been staying in shape? Because Coach is going to expect yeah, you guys to get moving. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been working out a lot. I've been working out. Oh, good, good. Man, it, it, it's a crazy thing. You know, I, I've been saying, Shay, like, it, people think that sports are just a game. And I, and, mm-hmm. I, and I definitely disagree with that. Um, it's a sports matter because they don't matter, right? Like it gets you away from the regular things of life. That's why this whole last year was just so weird. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the unprecedented year of COVID-19. And now that we're trying to like find ways to get people, you know, back into the stands and get some sense of competition back, get the seasons back, you know, it, it, it's huge. Um, and I'm excited to have you back because just talking, talking football gets me excited to be there. Like, cause I know in like a month, literally like in a month, there's going to be football games going on yep. um, and, and you're going to be out there. You're going to be suiting up uh, and, and you're going to be doing your thing. And I'm just looking forward to seeing it. So uh, what would be your biggest piece of advice to young athletes? Let's say somebody's going through a similar situation as you uh, They're you know, they're trying to figure out what sport they want to play and they, they don't know what school they want to go to. They don't have a ton of offers from D one schools and they're just kind of in a similar situation. You know, they're trying to figure out their, their life having been through what you've been through so far up until this point, what would you tell those young athletes? Um, honestly, I would say like, stay patient. Like your time is not going to go nowhere. Um, you got four years of high school, by your third, fourth year, you should be thinking where you want to go. You should be thinking what sports you want to like play. You should be like preparing yourself every day, uh, like to make a decision at some point. Like you don't know if you want to make your decision at the end of your junior year. You don't know if you want to make it at the end of your senior year. You don't know if you want to take Juco. You don't know if you want to be D1. Like, you just got to take your time and think it through. Like you have nothing but time. Do not rush your time. It's not going nowhere. I love it, man. I love it. Now, Shay, tell us where we can find you. So for all the Horseman fans out there and all, you know, friends and family, where can we find you so we can follow your stuff, man? Um, on Instagram, my name is Shay underscore De Niro 108. Um, on Facebook, my name is Shay Roberts. Um, that's it. Okay, I'll make sure to put that here in the description so you guys can go and follow him. You guys are gonna get used to seeing Shay out there. He's gonna be he's gonna be banging in the trenches. Like he said, mm-hmm. his helmet's gonna look like there's spray paint all over it, just because I mean he's 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 hitting. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing doing your job, man. And I appreciate you, Shay. We we are excited to see you. I look forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks. I'll probably be over there at the training camp, just kind of getting some footage, and and I'll definitely meet you in person. And uh, we sure. look forward to seeing you, brother. And uh, appreciate you joining the Game Time Guru podcast. I appreciate you, Game Time Girl. Go follow that. Don't forget. Stay tuned. Thank you. 100%. For all listeners out there, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Come check out The Horseman. And you guys know the drill. Subscribe to the podcast because we'll be coming to you next week with another one. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.